There are angels hovering round. There are angels hovering round. There are angels hovering round. In the name of the Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer. Amen. The thing I believe, God is inside you and inside everybody else. You come into the world with God, but only them that search for it inside find it. And sometimes it just manifests itself even if you're not looking or don't know what you're looking for. It, I ask? Yeah, it, she said. God ain't a he or a she, but a it. But what do it look like, I ask? Don't look like anything, she said. It ain't a picture show. It ain't something you can look at apart from anything else, including yourself. I believe God is everything, Seisha. Everything that is, or ever was, or ever will be. And when you can feel that, and be happy to feel that, <laughs> you found it. Then she said, my first step from praying to the old white man God was trees, then air, then birds, then other people. But one day, when I was sitting quiet and feeling like a motherless child, which of course I was, it come to me, that feeling of being a part of everything and not separate at all. I knew that if I cut a tree, my arm would bleed. And if I laughed, and I cried, and I run all around the house, I finally knew just what it was. In fact, when that happens, you can't miss it. Listen, God loves everything you love and a mess of stuff you don't. And I think it makes God real mad if you walk by the color purple and see it in a field somewhere and don't notice it. What do you do when you get mad, I asked. Oh, it makes something else. People think pleasing God is all God cares about, but any fool living in the world can see that God is always trying to please us back. It always makes little surprises and springs them on us when we least expect it. It always makes little surprises and bringing them on when we least expect it. Good morning, my beloved friends. Good morning, my beloved saints, saints, saints. Good morning to all of those of us here gathered in body and to those of the spirits, those who are no longer here but who have loved us and taught us and put imprints on our hearts, shaping who we are going forward. Good morning to us all. This wonderful excerpt from Alice Walker's marvelous 1982 novel, The Color Purple, may seem to some like an unlikely companion for us on this celebration of All Saints Day. I want to offer it as a window to look through as we remember the lives of those who have come before and still inspire us on our journeys 
towards the heart of God. I want us to imagine the color purple as a sign, a sign of all the love and inspiration that has come before in our lives, just waiting to be noticed and remembered. This morning as we gather, we are doing many things. We are celebrating a feast day on our liturgical calendar. We are offering the sacrament of baptism, and we are welcoming home six new members to this community of faith. These are wonderful reasons to gather, but why we gather to do these things is perhaps even more important. We do all of this today because we are a forgetful people. We do all of this today because I think we need to be reminded. We need to be reminded that we are made in the image of God. We need to be reminded that we are worthy of limitless love. We need to be reminded that we are called to live whole-hearted, generous lives every day as we walk out through those doors into God's creation. So let's just talk for a minute. What is a saint, anyway? I grew up thinking that a saint was a holy and perfect person. Well, now, like a lot of things, in adulthood, I realized that I was maybe half right. A saint in our Episcopal tradition is someone whose life was lived reaching towards the divine in any number of ways. Someone who professed a desire in word or deed to move beyond their own defined self and instead cling to the mystery of what it might mean to move towards God's love. A saint is someone who modeled for others a life that revealed love and generosity and charity and service and patience and righteous indignation and anger at injustice, compassion for those who suffer, and courage to stand their ground and make a difference. So yes, saints are indeed holy, modeling paths of love and charity and courage and generosity. But if we keep the moniker of perfection too strident, I fear that we keep this path at arm's length for ourselves. We forget that we too are called to be saints in this world and the next. So this morning I invite us to stop for a minute, just stop, and remember those holy and perhaps imperfect people who have come before us in order to see the color purple. This morning, I want us to pay extra attention to the lives of those placed on our path to teach us now, to show us, to challenge us to new insights and learnings, things and ways of being we could or would not do on our own. I like the reminder that we are here in body for just a moment. And what is done with that brief moment can have a lifetime impact kind of spiritual butterfly effect, if you will. I like the reminder we are here not so much for ourselves, but for each other, and to be of service in God's creation, living out this one precious, precious life that we have been given. And I really like the reminder on this day, this day of all saints, that those who have gone before matter to us still. Those memories can still inform and inspire as we live in the present, 
and move into the future together. And what a wonderful reminder for us this day as our community once again is reminded of the gift and responsibility of receiving the sacrament of baptism. In just a moment, we will welcome sweet Jack Oliver Newman into this life-giving, life-changing way of living in God's creation. As water is blessed and then poured over him and then oil is used to mark him with the sign of the cross, Jack will be wrapped into a community of love, stretching both back into the past and forward into the future that is yet to be, a kind of eternal community that commits to sustain and challenge and nurture him into his fullest, truest God self. Since 1863, Trinity Episcopal Church has come together to share the symbol of new life, we have a wonderful, big, and I mean like a a la Harry Potter magical book, big, set of books where we record baptisms and marriages and funerals. And we have had so many of them that we have multiple books to record these multiple sacraments. And earlier this week, I entered Jack's name in the Trinity Book of Baptism that was started in 1954. So kind of current day, as you would. And in that book, since 1954, we had 1,215 saints into the, entered through baptism into this community of faith. So Jack, you are more than a number, but I want your parents to remember that 1,216 is your jersey number. <laughs> we are receiving communion this morning. We will hear a list of names of those who are no longer with us. Those who have been the color purple in our lives. Those little surprises that God has gifted us revealing what we need at different times. And as you hear and recognize many of those names, I invite you to remember something they taught you or showed you, maybe even something that irritated you about them. It's all good. And then sometime this week, tell your person's story to someone that you see as you're out in the world. Tell the story of that saint in your life, remembering them and honoring them. Each time we speak their names and tell their stories, I believe we too move closer to seeing the color purple in our own everyday lives. So let's end with the excerpt from the color purple again. What Suge says to Celie in that moment makes it so much clearer than I ever could when she says, God is everything. Everything that is or ever was or ever will be. And when we can feel that and be happy to feel that, we have found it. May our search for it, the everything, the divine, the one whose name cannot be contained, May that search guide our steps and lead us home, home to that heavenly country where with all the saints we are truly known and truly loved. May it be so.